Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Vance, who is playing with... What What are you doing? Just, okay. Staying busy. He's staying busy. All right, we got Vance in the front of the Ranger, playing with half of an ugly stick, pushing around what looks to be... Squirrel turd. Squirrel turd. That was fecal matter. He's My boat's clean. Uh, we have Todd Young on speakerphone. We also have Paul from Boshad. Um, he's our special guest today. Our This podcast brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie products. FattyZMuskie.com. You've heard me say it. Go there. There's the website. Fatty Z Muskie products on Facebook. Fatty Z Muskie products on Instagram. Like us there. Have any questions, comments, you can get in touch with us through any of those avenues. Um, we got Todd Young. Friend him on Facebook. He is Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. MCFishingGuides.com. And Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, but he encourages to be his friend on Facebook. Um, Paul, you want to... What's that? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Nice. Um, <laughs> Paul, first of all, I don't even know how to... Your, your last name, Prostero? Prostero. Prostero. There you go. I never really... Thank you, Todd, because I dodged, I dodged that. To, to open the podcast. That's why you said Paul, because I've really never heard anybody pronounce your last name. <laughs> yeah, well, everybody gets it wrong, so they ain't the first time. So, but if you don't say it, you can't butcher it. That's right. Well, that's, that's true. <laughs> so, okay, Paul. Tell us, uh, hit your plugs, tell us about you, what, what, do you, what do you do, and that's how we'll kick this off. Well, I'm, uh, my name's Paul, and... And then in Boston, about, uh, about 10 years ago, started um, selling them in 2011, and it's just been taken off ever since. You said you started it 10 years ago. What Were you were you making the Boss Shad that everybody's... Well, I, was made, I started making lures, and I told myself, you know, I'm going to start selling these things. And just around... Actually, it was funny before that. Just around that time, Tough Shad came out. So I was like, well, they're getting pretty popular. So I went in my garage for like two weeks, and I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. This is too much work, you know. Did you take a break those two weeks? (laughs) What's that? Did you take a break in those two weeks? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So after, um, after that, I just did them for myself, and... You know, it was always pretty good for me, and as soon as he went plastic, I knew that was it was my time to come out, and that's how it all started. And you're you started with the, uh, the the five inch bait, which was your, your first one, pretty much. Yeah, the four and a half, four and a half, yeah, was the first one, and then everybody's like, "Oh, you got to make a bigger one, bigger one," and so I made the seven like the next year, and there's been a lot of nice fish caught on them, but. It's like too big for people, you know. And it doesn't make sense, but that's the way it is. And then I did it. So I did the tens, and um, you know. And then after like three or four years, I started screwing around with the minnows. And uh, believe it or not, the twelve-inch minnow is really kicking some butt more than the eight-inch minnow. And I thought that would never happen. <laughs> so yeah, you're 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 they're they're, they're they're getting into the hands of some different people. Paul, you're from Ohio, and the Ohio, that Ohio group and that that Ohio fishery is just known for, I mean, the, the small base just rock over there. 
Yeah, it's all they do. I mean, they, there is just no, uh, whether it's the forage they're, they're feeding, on, I, I don't know, but there's, there's no doubt. Uh, are, are your bigger baits going up into Canada, things like that? Ah, uh, Canada, the St. Lawrence, and okay. they're doing good on West Branch on the 12-inch minnow. So are they? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of strange, but then there's that other part of it that people love the real small stuff. You know, remember Chautauqua? You would never go up there with a four and a half inch bait ever. No, I never. I, I mean, it's it never fished that way for umpteen years now. When yeah. I'm trolling, I mean, you're, I'm trolling in October, November. And, I still keep them out, and the fish are hitting them more than the larger baits. There's just yeah. no doubt about it. There's just no doubt about it. I don't even bring larger baits up there anymore. Yeah, yeah, there's no no sense. I think the forage changed a little bit up there with the white perch and all the little uh, emerald shiners up there. So I don't yeah. know. I haven't well, seen yeah, I haven't cool. seen a white so perch up there in years. When did you start lucky fishing? When you were just younger? Who got you into it? Well, my parents had a cabin on Chautauqua Lake in the early 80s. Oh, that's nice. And <laughs> I used to see these giants just come out. Well, they were giant back then. I don't know how big they were, but they were big. And people used to have to tag them, you know, to turn mm-hmm. them in. And I'd be, I'd be fishing off the dock, and I would see these things, and that's it. That's when the seed got planted, for sure. And then... Um, I don't know, I think I've been in about 18 years now. Mm-hmm. I actually, when I got old enough to buy a boat and all that, so. Yeah, it was it was difficult in the beginning. I didn't have too many great teachers, you know. And there wasn't mm-hmm. too many people, not too many people into it either, you know. You know, so a lot of trial and error. Yeah, there's, there's definitely there's no doubt. We've talked about it many times. I mean, it is a lot different now. I mean, when I was a kid, when you saw someone lucky fishing, when I was fishing my grandpa, I mean, you, nine times out of ten, we knew who they were. Yeah, there's just wasn't that many people doing it. You know, you're talking 30. We'd go to Canada, and we would know every father's oh, got musky fishing. He would be the neighbor from Elwood City right down the road, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. The Canadians weren't doing it. Very little. Um, I mean, I know there were some, but... Uh, yeah, there's a tons of information out there and tons of help and tons of uh, guides and everything else now. Yeah, I got a, um, I have an old magazine from 81, Fishing Facts, that, or no, Fishing World, from 80, 81 or 84, that has a thing about St. Clair, and a big fish at St. Clair was 34 inches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just crazy. <laughs> and now look yeah. at you know, yeah. Yeah. things have changed. Big fish from St. Clair's. I'd be. I'd, I'm looking for a 34 this year. You are. Yeah, <laughs> I have I'll, I'll be lucky if I even fish this year. Hey, no, we're in the same boat. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I know. that's not good. You, you and you, you, you work a full time job, correct? Yeah, I work a full time job, and then I'm in the barn seven days a week in the barn. Nice. Well, I guess, um, well, sort of nice. <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, two helpers. Well, I have one good helper. I have a sort of a helper, and I, I got to hire one more person. I think though to do it all for make for making the baits. Yeah, for just helping with different components, different stages. I don't let people run the router or the radio arm saw or put lips in the baits. Too much mm-hmm. insurance. Those 
those three things I have to do. Yeah. Do you do most of the painting yourself? Oh, I do all the painting. You do the painting, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Those are the important things. I know Dale does that way, too. He paints them, and he does, definitely sets the lips and those yeah. parts that, you, 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 you know, there's a knack to that. Talk. Yeah, I've never let anybody settle up yet. <clears throat> yeah. Talk about... All of the base. There's just, it's too critical, you know. Yeah. And so, your, your new bait, uh, you had a new one last year that I've been seeing a lot of pictures of fish being caught on. I actually have some. I'm looking at them right now. I just picked you up from Yeah, it. the crime boss. Show the crime boss. It's just a little guy, but uh, nice hardware on it. I, I, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always leery of those little baits. I don't like to use the little baits, you know, the way the guys fish the rattle traps. I just can't handle fishing with those little hooks. But uh, this bait has nice hooks, bulky. There's going to be no issue there. Well, I wanted to design a small bait that you felt like you were still musky fishing. Exactly. And a lot of guys know how to lug them cisterns, but you have to pin the lips and update the hooks and all that stuff. And I wanted to design a shallow running bait, mostly for springtime when you're short line trolling. Mm -hmm. And uh, I gave one bait to... A friend of mine named Terry Naspeka, and I think he's got over 36 fish on one bait. And that was the first year test. And then last year, I started handing them out a little bit more to personal friends. And we've been doing good on them. So, you know, I wanted to, I waited this year to put them out. So, and it's been, I've gotten pictures from Kentucky now that people catch a fish on them and Illinois. So it's, it's going. Cool. So many different. Uh, so you have about you have three three sizes of the shad plus now the the, the little ones four, and, and then two 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 minnow baits. Yeah, two minnow baits. That's enough. Having six baits trying to keep those. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a I have another bait, but it's going to be about two years before I come out. With yeah. It. <laughs> oh yeah. yes, it's a good it's a good secret. <laughs> Oh, good. You have to, well, you uh, just you, you let the cat right out of the bag. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just going to be called the CEO. Oh, nice. The CEO. <laughs> the Donald. I love it. The Donald. The CEO. It's going to come with a business yeah, card that says that. <laughs> the business, that would be great. Yeah, send you each bait out with a business that's card. That's a good idea, the Donald. The Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, especially if he makes it to be our president. Oh, my gosh, this will be fun. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he won, he won Florida. Did he? Did he really? I didn't even hear This is the first time yeah. we've talked politics. I know. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't get involved. But yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're a very political family, so, yeah. yeah. But, talk, uh, talk about, I'm curious about this. Uh, the, the, the four and a half you have here, they're constructed out of cedar. You have, you have, uh, and, and you have a mold on some of them, right? The only one that's plastic is the, uh, crime boss and the two minnows. The rest, the rest of the shed baits are cedar. Okay. And just talk, just talk about how you, how you got into creating such a, a tiny bait because when I first got a hold of them and I you know I was talking to Todd and stuff and you know I when you first get into into musky fishing and whatnot you think you know bigger bait and whatnot but then when you know I, I 
obviously I'm a believer in them now. I I have a ton of tiny crankbaits, that, and uh, that's a good that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember Bagley Monster Shafts, correct? Yes. Well, Bagley, oh, yeah. like that that was a staple beta for Ohio, and you know you buy a brand new bait, and the paint would blow off of it in one day, and the the lips would pull out and. You know, it was just it was just a mess. So when I designed it, first of all, I, I don't like copying anything. So when I designed it, I shortened it up a little bit, made it wider. But the thing that really sets it apart is that lip angle. And I've had people tell me, well, that's not going to run with that lip angle. And I said, just watch it run. <laughs> and, uh, you know, different lips, we need different weighting. And we got it to we got it to go. I think our first test, our first real test, we got. Uh, I think we went ten for twelve at West Branch in, in one day on a well, and yeah. I had people waiting at the docks for them. <laughs> and, and you you couldn't just pull out the twelve for twelve. <laughs> no, we went ten for twelve. I know you just you just couldn't catch that last two. Yeah. No, we we lost them. <laughs> I can't believe you. Unbelievable. That's, I mean, that, that, that's, that's good stuff, Paul, because like you said, I mean, I, I used to have a bunch of those baggy monster chads, and I, honestly, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever caught a fish on a baggy monster shed other than in Ohio. I don't think I ever used them, but I mean, we're going back 20 years. I, I haven't been even fishing in Ohio since then, but uh, when I went over there, I fixed some up and used them. I would have never taken them anywhere else. I just, but, uh, they were other, too. Yeah. They did. And the other thing was your bait. When I first heard about your bait, I saw one. And, you know, when you're around it a long time, just like you're saying, people say that thing won't run. It's pretty easy. But I, I can see pictures of baits that people make on the on the, on the, on the forums and stuff. And I'll look and I'll be like, that, that, that bait can't run the way it is. And then you, someone will ask the question, did you ever run it yet? No, I'm going to wait till spring and try it out. But it's a yeah. but it's a thousand dollars out of the hole. Your face is your face is that way. Wow, that's gonna be a tough one to get running right now. <laughs> but it, it works. I'm telling yeah. you, they work. There's no doubt they work. I did change it after the first year. Mm -hmm. uh, the first years were um, they were a little deeper body, and I was getting a few complaints from some guys that couldn't get them to run because the action was just so wild. I mean, I have some old ones that they'll walk, you know, like three feet side to side. Yeah. But I learned that the guys that really know what they're doing will tune those in. And I still, to this day, people ask me, I want the old ones, I want the old ones. And I, I looked at them, I'm like, we've been catching fish for four years after the old ones. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I had, I had to tone them down for the masses. Yeah. And I haven't had, not saying what, I haven't had any problems since. So, you know, it's just the way you have to do it to, to sell baits, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can, yeah. can, I, can I get an old one? <laughs> I, I, I still have all the templates for the old ones. I, uh... you, you, you certainly could let me know, and I'll, I'll make them still, but it's, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've caught. Yeah, and he, and those walking baits like that. I mean, there's a lot, you know, you certain, you know, they only take a certain speed, stuff like that. But uh, 
man, when you can get them tuned in, there's no doubt it does make a difference. But you, I, even these baits you're making, I mean, the baits you're making right now, the new ones I picked up last year, I mean, they're, they're, they're rocking just fine. Uh, I've been, I've been told by a lot of people that I, I had the first shad walking bait. I and believe it, yeah. And now everybody wants a walking bait. So, you know, people are, I've I run into a couple of small shops that had perfect, exact copies of them. You know, you get mad, but you get flattered at the same time. So there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So. You picked up the painting just on your own. You just decided, I'm going to make these so I can start painting. Well, that's another good question. My first paint jobs were very, very horrible. <laughs> um, I got a chance to paint the second year of the Marge bait. Now, I know you've heard of the Marge bait. It's, mm-hmm. like it's like a periwinkle that a friend of mine makes. And my first year at Georgia Bay, we went up there and... Um, I had all these baits painted, and I was pretty proud of them until I seen the other guys pull out their stuff. <laughs> and I just left them in the box because they were just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And, um, yeah, it's, you know, you just, it's, you practice. But, again, nobody showed me, nobody showed me anything. Nobody showed me anything how to paint. Nobody showed me anything how to make anything. It was all on my own. There was no internet then. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I mean, I've done it all on my own. Especially, especially the paint. So, you know, it was, just, it was just trial and error and people seemed to like the pattern. So, you know, I... No, the fish like them. So. Yeah, the fish like them. That's all that matters. That's yeah. all that matters. You're right. <laughs> now, something I noticed, you know, and it probably hasn't exploded, you know, in the last couple of years it has. But there was a time, you know, I'm going to say between five five years ago up until about a year or two ago, the, 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 the detail and the life, you know, just the overall beautifulness on baits just exponentially exploded. Mm-hmm. Just looking online, you know, back at like uh, Musky First in the basement baits, you'd see someone... And they'd put a scale pattern on. And that was like a big thing. And then all of a sudden it just steamrolled into stenciling gills and... Eyeballs. Eyeballs. Fins. Uh, Glitter. Just this incredible... Making it... To a fish, it doesn't look like a fish. I mean, that that thing can't look real to a a muskie. But to a person looking at it, it's just like it exploded. It almost seemed to have like plateaued. I don't know. Did, uh, have you noticed that? You know, probably you know, five six years ago, up until about a year or two ago, it, it's kind of hit. Some, a... There's some beautiful artists' work going on right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, some of the stuff is so nice, I probably wouldn't even run it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But from a from a productive standpoint, when you're doing thousands of baits a year, there's no way that you could you could do that kind of work on that many baits and still get them out. I, trust me, I hear you. I I probably don't do thousands, but I probably do at least a thousand. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's you set up and, you know, like how, how I do it, I set up, okay, I'm going to paint this many of this color, and you, you can't take an hour on each bait. You just, you'll, no, you'll never make no. it. And believe me, I could do that kind of work 
and I do it once in a while for different people or for myself, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, a lot of layering, you know, especially the foil jobs. I mean, some of the foil jobs are beautiful, but I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. it's just not realistic in, in my world. And, you know, 15, 20 foot down in the water at five miles an hour, I don't think it matters anyhow. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it looks nice so. when you hold it. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it catches the buyer's eye. That's right. Well, and you know what? That's, that's half the battle, too, I guess. If you have confidence in it, you're going to run it. So I guess if it gives off the right vibration, it's going to catch fish. So. And if you don't run it, it's not going to catch a fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. That's, that's true too. So, what uh, the the action of these these boss sheds? They they pretty much have the the same uh, action as you go from the four to the seven. Those are the ones that yeah. I, I've run run in the past. What what's this 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 little one? Yeah, I mean the this, the seven has a, a more pin uh, wiggle to it. I mean, but these these four inches are insane back there. They give off. If anybody hasn't tried them and, and you like trolling, pick a couple up. They're they're wild to watch it, watch in the water. They, they shake your rod like you got an eight or ten inch bait on. There. Oh, it's, you know, it's been, incredible. I've been asked I've been asked by a lot of people to make that seven walk. Mm -hmm. I just don't sell enough of them to really get into it again. Mm -hmm. That's a really that seven is a really deep diver. That thing yeah. I don't know. I, I think 60 feet is like 19 foot down. Yeah. And, I mean, we've caught some big fish on them. We even caught fish on St. Clair on them. But it, it, it's kind of like a perch bait, but a little bit deeper and a little bit more action. Um, the crying boss, again, it's got an awesome wiggle. It casts great. It's got a little bit of walk to it, but not too much. And then, of course, the 10 is just like a... You know, it's, that, that thing's a heavy-duty diving machine, you know, mm -hmm. for big, you know, Georgian Bay and some of the DPA lakes, mm -hmm. like Kinzu and that, you know. That that 7-inch, can you make that walk? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I probably could if I pulled with it, but... I, I had to ask know. it because you said people ask all the time. People ask all the time. People, I think I see that. People do it. It is a deep diver. I picked one up, looked at it, and thought, ah, oh, it's probably going to work like my perch bait. And uh, a couple of years, maybe like three years ago, the first time I did it, I put out my, you know, whatever, 28 feet, and I sunk that thing right in the mud, and, you know, within on my down rod, within five seconds, I heard it going out, and I was like, whoa, that's getting a lot deeper than that. Uh, yeah. Than, than I thought it was, because I, you know, I just picked it up and started my own little scientific thing and realized real quickly if that thing gets down real that, that's, yeah, it's, it's amazing how deep that thing gets. Yeah, that's the difference between someone who knows how to troll and a person like me who just puts baits out because <laughs> if I would have heard that line go out I would have thought I had a fish. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. I also, Andy, like, Andy said they were getting like crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just weren't staying <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's mud all over the list. Yeah, <laughs> I also designed the uh, four and a half that was a was a little wider of a body with that seven inch lip in that four and a half inch bait. Oh wow! You want to talk about a slow, deep night trolling bait? Holy cow! 
success up in the Canadian waters uh, in the Georgian Bay you, you touch base on with the, the four and a half inch bait or when you go up there are you running your bigger boys? Mm, no, I just run all the big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Big stuff or go, don't even go. I, w- I wouldn't even consider bringing any small stuff there. Mm-hmm. I know they use perch baits up there when they're fishing shallow but everything else is big marge baits, plows, mm-hmm. you know. My ten-inch bait, my minnow in the, in the late fall, but um, yeah, we usually we do pretty good for going one week a year. Nice. Now, do you you, you drag a boat up there? Or you got some buddies? Oh, uh, we all drag boats, or well, it depends. It depends on who's going. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we have one Canadian friend that you know one or two people fish with him, and then usually Goldberg will bring his boat up and. There'll be three people on his boat, including Kevin, you know, so three in the boat. <laughs> it's nice because once one person stays on the wheel, if someone's fighting a fish, because you, sometimes you're next to those shoals that you can't get off the wheel. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's any kind of wind. So you almost need someone on the wheel while someone's fighting a fish and when someone's ready to net the fish and clear lines. Okay. Uh, what... So, what what kind of boat do you have? I have a uh, one fisherman, like Todd's. Uh, it's a little smaller than Todd's, I think. Okay. Um, it's, it's a ninety-five. I won, I won it on eBay. You won it on eBay. Oh. <laughs> I did. Nice. I won it on eBay. I had to go to a pawn shop in Detroit to get it. Okay, <laughs> this right. is a story. Awesome. I got to hear this. <laughs> We were packing, though. We were good. We were, we were packing. <laughs> well, I just sold my other boat, and I was going to go boatless for a year. And after about two months, I was going crazy. So, you know, ones are expensive. So I'm like, well, I'll just go on eBay and look. And I found it. And it was older, but it was in really nice shape. And uh, I won it for really cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap I got this thing for. We went up and... Uh, in fact, the week we were supposed to go up, he told me not to come up because he wanted to get the boat checked out. And here it needed like $1,200 worth of work to the motor, and he paid for it, which he didn't have to. <laughs> you know, it's as is when you buy a uh, boat on there. And it's, it's, a, it's a good runner, though. So. And you still have the same motor on it? Say that again? You still have the same motor on it? The original motor, yeah, it's still on there. I put a 99 on it. Nice. Yeah, put on the canvas on it. When put the whole motor up front. When was this that you bought it? Okay, the boat's a 95. Obviously, you didn't buy it. I don't even know if eBay was around in 95. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I bought it like three years ago. Oh, years okay. Ago. Okay. Okay, so it, that's yeah. fairly recent. Yeah, no, yes, yes, it's like three or four years ago. I think four years ago I got it. Nice. It's when the ones were made real good. <laughs> Are you saying yeah. that quality has changed over the years? I, I would think so. I would think so, you too. Just, you just look at the host power limits from from year to year, how they changed. There's got to be a reason for that. It's probably for your safety. 
Oh, so you're you're rocking the Lund now, and in, 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 you're rocking the Lund. You're running the Boss Shads. You're from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I you know you never really did get your get get your plugs out in the beginning. I, I don't. I hate to just derail this, but did you have any plugs? Because I just realized you didn't yeah. plug anything outside of the outside of Boss Shad. Yeah, uh, a Todd Young. Todd Young, <laughs> good dude. <laughs> You know him, Andy. Andy with a Z. I, I don't know the last name. That's all right. We're even now. Okay. <laughs> Love it. I don't it. know. My daughter. I'll plug my daughter, Mandy. She's my she's my fishing partner. There you go. Awesome. That is sick. Tell her, Maddie. She is fourteen and a half. Fourteen and a half. She's won the uh, the youth division three years in a row and placed. Three years in the top five of nationals, must you know, for the Muskies Inc. Oh, that's that's awesome. She has a pretty good guy, though. You know, yeah, and a, yeah. and probably a good. Is she using? She she's using. Day. Yeah, she is in Bosch ads. <laughs> she likes Wiley, though. She bought Wiley this year. Did she? <laughs> oh yeah, she loves Wiley. Yeah, I I think I saw you walking around the Muskie Max. You were there, right? Oh, yeah, I was there. Okay, because I I was. I could look up once in a while. I'm like, I think I just saw Paul. And I saw a guy. We did a quick. We, we he had a quick bait drop off for. Uh, oh, that was that shady deal. For Muddy Creek fishing guys, yeah, we had a. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, this was my first year in five years. I didn't do a show. It was kind of nice, actually. That so, means that means business yeah. is good, probably. But you always I'll tell you what you took. Was it last year in Columbus? And I, I, you were. You were out of there the second day. You sold out. Yeah, I think we sold out just uh, Saturday late afternoon. Yeah. 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 So, And then the year before that, we sold. We almost sold out. I think I brought like 30 baits home. I usually bring like 350 to 400 baits when I go. So, hey, yeah, it's been good to me. We, we, at least we're, we're the same in like one aspect. We bring like... I don't know, 350, 400 baits, but we come home with most of them. <laughs> no, we do not. That ain't true. <laughs> that's, that's not true at all. <laughs> but where can uh, anybody listening wants to pick up your baits? Where do they buy them at? Okay, TRO, uh, T Rhino Outdoors. Uh, they, they carry all custom colors. So. You can't buy my. You can't buy his colors from me. You have to go to him. Uh, MTO, Musky Tackle uh, Online sheets. Musky Tackle Online. He 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 stocks uh, stock colors. Uh, Mark's Paint Tackle in Ravenna is a huge store for me. They sell tons of uh, tons of my lures. Um, he carries just about everything that I have. Uh, Mark's a great guy too, and uh, I just got into Thorn Brothers. They're going to get their first order in the next couple weeks. Um, and I have a store in West Virginia that carries baits. Uh, you know, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> but, That's how I they run stuff them, down there. I sold it one time. One one time. You better edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> no editing here. Yeah. 
I can't think of the I can't think of the name. It was a real small shop down in West Virginia. Um. Wow, that's bad. Sounds legit. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe I'm just making up stores. Maybe I'm just making up stores. Yeah, maybe it's that one in Wheeling called Cabela's. No, no, I, yeah, no, I'm not that big yet. <laughs> well, needless no. to say, you've you've got some, you know, besides the West Virginia that we can't figure out. Are there more? <laughs> um, I'm in a real small marina in PA. They they buy very few. Um, I can't think of that name either. <laughs> what lake? <laughs> We're gonna figure this one out. What lake? I don't even know. <laughs> oh geez, that doesn't help. Is it by Thomas Tuning? You fish PA at all? Well, all the time. Oh, do you? You know what the best thing about PA is? All the PA guys are in Ohio. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we and we've been we've been capitalizing on that for at least. Eight or nine years now, nice. Because I'm not going for quantity; I'm going for quality. Yeah, and that's what PA lakes are now. Yeah, I rather fish two days and get one nice one than a bunch of them. You know, mm-hmm. a bunch of a bunch of thirty fours. Yep. So, if I want quantity, I go to Chautauqua and I go to St. Clair. Yep. You know, or West Branch. You know. I'm not saying you can't get a nice fish out of those lakes, but mm-hmm. once fall comes, it's it's trophy hunting. So, yeah. What's your biggest fish? My biggest is uh, 57 by 28. Wow. Yeah, there's a good story. You got to tell that story. That is a good story. 2004. Okay. Me and Kevin Goldberg start talking about the St. Lawrence River. Nobody's really fishing it anymore. Remember all the die-off they had and, you know, people that caught lion and all that, and nobody even mentioned it anymore. So we, we talked about it. We did some research, and we can only go for a couple of days, and that's a pretty big river, you know. So we decided to go with Rich Clark since he's probably one of the best guys up there, and we called him. And he had two half days or one full day. So we decided to take the one full day. So we drove six and a half hours up and we fished with him for the one day. And then we came home that night. We fished one day. And in the morning, the first round to go, uh, we flipped for it. It was Kevin's turn, of course. You know, Goldberg, he all go luck, you know. So. Okay. He gets a 55 by 27. Mm. And I've never seen nothing like that. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Neither have I. I've seen pictures, but I've never mm-hmm. seen one. And I'm telling you, that thing will be an absolute seal in the boat. And I can't believe he even got it because we had a couple malfunctions. And it was, it, it was definitely... Um, a lot of luck on her side. That meant to be, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was totally meant to be. So the rest of the day, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I know that night fishing up there is very good. But now this is this is December fifth, by the way. Wow. And it was cold like I've never felt cold before. And 
I'm thinking to myself, I'm I'm starting to get down on myself. I'm like, son of a bitch, man. Oh, sorry. You can say yeah. it. No, you're, you're, you're fine. I'm like, I, I go, I can't. I go, it's in the Bible. Kevin always comes out smelling good, you know? I, you can step in shit and get like $5 out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, you know, it's like, it's like almost 5 o'clock. You know, it's it's almost time to go home. And that, I think that was a Saturday. And we marked this eyebrow on the HD or um, on the uh, like X one eleven, Lawrence. Now was that a yeah, paper we, graph back then? Say that again. Was that a paper graph back then? That's no. a, that's a joke. It was a flasher. No, it was a <laughs> oh, no 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 liquid liquid paper. It yeah, was a no, flasher. Liquid paper. We marked an eyebrow. It was it was like simulator times ten. So you thought it was and Nessie? It was Jaws. It, it was it was unbelievable. This 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 eyebrow on the graph had to be three inches wide by two inches tall. Jesus! And I, uh, Rich Clark was on the phone, and he nudged Kevin and me, and he pointed to the graph. And as soon as he pointed to the graph, that rod went off. And it's you know it's it's my turn, right? So. I come out of there like a bite out of hell because we're all warm, you know, in the cabin. And I grab the rod, you know, and I'm fighting the fish. And I'm, I thought it got off like a, like 10 times because there was like no fight at all. And I'm thinking, eh, I don't know. I, I, do I lose it? Did I lost it? I don't know. You know, I'm, so I'm reeling. And then I would feel it again. And, well, here it was swimming towards the boat. Mm-hmm. So I'm reeling, I'm reeling, you know, my butt off. And... When it got to about 40 feet, I see it come up, and I looked at it, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably like upper 40s, you know. And that thing took a dive, and I looked at Rich, I go, I don't think the drag's tight enough. He, he took the drag, and he couldn't even pull it out. And that thing was pulling drag. I, I never felt power like that in my life. Hmm. And... I, I get it to the boat. He puts the he puts the net straight down because you know the boat's boat's tall, and he gets it in the net. And he's like, "This is one heavy son of a bitch," and he he heaves this thing up, and we're talking a walrus now. The first <laughs> one was a on, seal. He had to get on it like an alligator. That thing was snapping. I'm like, "Holy cow!" It was. I got it all on video too. It's, oh. it's it was unbelievable. That's an thing fish. There, there, there's not very many people out there that have fish besides the two you guys got that day. And that was my first 50, by the way. Wow. <laughs> well, did, did, did you get yeah, how much it weighed? Your first fish. At least shot some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was insane how big those fish are up there. That had to be a 50-pound fish. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. Every year. We didn't, he asked me to, if I wanted to weigh it, and I said no, only because the fish was out long enough. And we did we did all the different um, uh, formulas, and they were all 54, 51, 54 and up. So, <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I just wanted to get it back in. Now, I had a, kind of, I had a uh, license where I couldn't keep it. If I would have had a trophy license, I might have would have thought about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of wish I did. I I got a replica of it, but you know, 
Something about those musky steaks frying on the grill. I know. Yeah, well, we could just tell the fizzle a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's a, that, that that's a, that's a cool it's a cool story. Two two in one day. That's just incredible. Yeah, yeah I know that so those guys don't. I mean, it's a great fishery. They catch those giants, but they do a lot of days, as you said. They sacrifice the quantity for quality. They don't catch fish like you catch when you go to St. Clair no. or when you go to Chautauqua. They have a lot of fishless days, but that's what you're after. I'm not saying that Goldberg and me put that back place back on the map, but all that could tell you is the next year, the hotel was filled with people from fishermen. Yep. And there was nobody there when we were there. Yep. If I had oh, to venture I, to guess... Tells you how much, it wasn't happening all that often. No, as Rich said, that was his best uh, day ever of all his guiding. Yeah. That, that day. I yeah. bet you your two fish had something to do with those people booking the next year. I, you know, we would say that. I don't want to have an ego and say it, it wasn't. But like I said, I've never heard of anybody talk about the St. Lawrence until after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 112 no. inches of, of musky is a lot of musky out of two fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was insane. It was it, it it was it feels like a dream now, you know. Because I don't know if I'll ever top that. Probably not. But you guys take some trips up there. You know, we we usually go to Georgia Bay one year, St. Lawrence the next year. Okay, but lately it's been Georgia Bay every year. Mm-hmm. It's just my more style of fishing up at St. Lawrence, you're trolling slow, really long lines, smaller baits, and it's just not my style of fishing. I want to put, you know, 70 foot of line out. I know I'm down 30 and I'm crushing shoals. That's mm-hmm. what I like to do. Yeah, you know, five miles an hour. And that, that river, every time I'm there, it, the wind is just whipping. And it's very hard to get your baits down that deep. Mm-hmm. When you're going that slow in the wind, yeah, and yeah, that's where they are. Just control, control the boat, keeping everything steady and going. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have a downrigger, uh, that brings up another story. I went up with uh, Adam and Bill and Drusky one year, and there was this uh, drunk guy at the hotel, probably trying to give us wrong information, but it backfired on him. <laughs> he told he told us to put a spoon out 100 feet on a downrigger 30 foot down. So we did that, and Bill and Drusky got a 53. <laughs> 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 and when we got back and told him and showed him pictures, he, he couldn't believe it. So uh, that that tells me that, you know, he, he tried to put us on a wild goose chase. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys had a spoon. All spoons, they love spoons up there. Yeah. yeah. Well, Williamson spoons? Oh. Yeah. I think that's an old There's been a lot of people, they put a spoon behind a believer or something. Burger King. Yeah. That's the, that's the first time we've ever seen that. Done. Okay. I yeah. think that's called a Burger King rig, I think. Yeah, and you know what? It works at West Branch, too. Does well, it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably work anywhere, really. <laughs> yeah. I think I wanted to turn doing that at West Branch one year. They came up to look at the, the little Bagley DB06 and didn't taste it, but then they seen the little spoon fluttering behind it. I think I caught two that. Yeah, I caught two that day doing that. 
And so interesting. What's, yeah, it works. What's the uh, biggest fish you guys have registered on one of your baits? Um, there's a 54 and a half out of Minnesota, a 54 and a quarter out of St. Clair, mm. and then numerous 53s out of St. Clair, and then a lot of 50s. But yeah, that's the top two is 54 and a quarter and 54 and a half. I know of a 52, but you got to guess who caught it. <laughs> a 52? Yeah, but you got to guess who caught it. And you're talking to, it's not me, I can tell you that, but you're talking to one of them. Probably Todd Young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch it. His, his, was that, was his, there, I thought it was 50. Was that one of your clients? Yeah, the one we caught twice. We caught it on your boss shed. It was 50, it was actually 50, let's see, yeah. Yeah, it was like 51 and a half. And it was, uh, what did we catch it first? We caught it on a, on a wide, it's the one, it was in Muskie Hunter magazine. Uh, it was 51 and a half, we caught it on a Wiley lure in the fall, in September. And then the next year in June, and the guy that got it on the Wiley, it was a Wiley fat body, fire tiger. Uh, he caught it in, he caught it in September, and then the next year, I was within about 75 yards of the same spot, open water, south basin, huh. fish hits, that kid, it was, his, it was that kid's first muskie also. Oh, wow. And uh, it, was on, it was on the fire tiger boss shed. I got a couple good fire tigers. I, I, I mean, I, I have quite a few boss sheds that one fire tiger. There was another story. I, I was fishing with a guy. He was uh, a doctor. uh he goes with me every year. He's from somewhere out in the other side of Pennsylvania there. But he, uh, so I take him out this one day and we're, uh, uh, you know, I got, got the spread out. Six lures were running. We get a hit on that fire tiger boss shed. Long story short, <clears throat> there were two or three hundred boats right, right around me. It all, and I got six lines out. The same bait. I had it on my side of the boat on the side rod. And uh, it got hit about three, after the third time it got hit, I said, you know, I'm just going to put this over here beside you. This seems to be the one they want. And uh, we had 10 strikes that day. The guy boated six, six of the muskies, six out of 10. Every wow. fish that day hit the same, uh, the same war. I, we never had a bump. Now I'm changing all. I got other boss sheds running. I got lots of other fire tigers going. And, uh, it hit the same. It hit every fish hit the same lure. His biggest fish was about 42. Uh -huh. This other boat watched his catch like three in about 15 minutes. And he drives by and he shrugs his shoulders like this. And I held up the bait and I, you know, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I, <laughs> I can't get a bite either, except on this. <laughs> I can't get a bite except yeah. double digits. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, he, so he went six for ten. And the next day, uh, the person he was staying with, uh, the, the fellow's wife, they own the uh, Chautauqua Bell up there. They own a bed and breakfast. So uh -huh. the guy who's staying with him, his wife, are coming up. And so he goes out in the morning with me. We, we, we get two. He gets two fish. We lose one, something like that, two out of three. And uh, on this day, they were hitting other stuff. Uh, and uh, pick up the, the his uh, Paul Paul Stage is his name and his wife Rose and they go out there and they're like well 
Rose is going to get the reel the first one in. Now, meanwhile, this guy has eight fish now. He said, I know she's going to get a big one. I said, that's usually the way it works, you know? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we're, we're trolling down there, and uh, she, Rod, it, you know, as soon as the fish hit, the fish hit, I handed her the pole. She's just a little lady. And, uh, oh, my gosh. I said, hey, it's one of those things. We were lucky to get it. She would reel it in, and she would go, oh, slack line and all this. Well, and that yeah. basically swam past the boat, and I stuck it in the net. It was 48 and a half, 32 pounds. Wow. And, uh, but that bait has been. Uh, that was on that, that same boss shad. Got me a lot of fish. That that was on the <laughs> same fire tiger boss shad as the day before. Yeah, that was the same fire tiger as the day before. That, that that's what we got there. So we got a fifty-two. I've got a forty-nine. We got a forty-eight and a half. Forty-seven. Five. I don't know how many. It it is really in bad shape now. I don't. I use it a little bit, but it has a backup. But. Uh, Vance, Vance said uh, he was doing some stuff on Instagram today. He said, send me a couple pictures of Boston fish. So I started sending them, and as I was sending them, I was like, by the way, Vance, those are all the same exact board. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do need to steal that one, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. After that year, I think we what we were we were down. We were at the like the Butler show or the Ohio show. And I asked you, do you have any fire tigers? And I only got I only got two boss shads. One's a walleye and one's a fire tiger. And uh, what's even more impressive, you know, I don't like to flaunt numbers, is that I troll like next to nothing. So like exponentially, like when I catch a fish, it's just that much more incredible than Todd's 80 fish days. <laughs> I, I did get a... I don't know what it was. It was like a 34 or 36 with a huge gaping wound in it on the Fire oh, Tiger yeah. Boss Shed. Remember that one? That was, oh, I was yeah. at Bushack. That was the day you caught that that big one again. Yeah. I was there both days on that, that back-to-back 51 and a half, 52. When you, you caught the one in the fall. Yep. And then, yep. So that's my, so like when I say I catch a fish trolling, that's a big deal. Yeah. I think I tell you, you know, for everybody listening out there, I mean, there's days when the fish are just cranking, but he definitely balls making a bait that, uh, you know, there's times that, you know, things are, if things aren't going real good, which you definitely have those in musky fishing, uh, that bait, that bait pulls them out. I mean, there there was a year up there at Chautauqua, I'm going to think it was about 10, probably 2011, man, that lake. There, the people just were not catching any fish trolling. Uh, nobody was catching any fish trolling. And that's the first time I heard about that boss shad. It started popping around there. It was probably, if you said you started making an 11 and selling yeah. them, that's when they started popping out. And that's when I first heard about them. Uh, didn't, didn't know Paul or didn't know anything about the base. You know, he's from Ohio and he wasn't selling them either, you know, and, uh, heard about that guy catching some fish and picked a couple off and, uh, they have not, uh, they have not done me wrong. We we even caught a good many fish this year on them, and I didn't pull too much. But uh, I have to uh, I have to I have to intervene a little bit. When I first started making those, you know, a few people in Ohio got them, and I went to a tournament, one of Larry Jones's tournaments in um, at Chautauqua, and I handed a few baits out. And one of the baits I handed out ended up winning the tournament. You know, the thousand dollar winner. Oh wow. And after that, um, it really started, you know, building 
and taken off. But I have to, I have to plug a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends are really good fishermen. You know, Kevin Goldberg, Todd Yester, Jason Bond, uh, Adam Andreski, and they all use them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. They all catch fish on them. So with those guys in my corner, plus the bait doing well as it's been doing, um, yeah, you can't. Um, I, I don't hear too many bites from other things. I hear a lot of bites about, you know, hey, the bites on a boss shed at St. Clair, or is that, you know, Chautauqua, the bites on there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty lucky, you know. I feel I stay humble, but yeah, it's been it's been good, better than what I ever expected. Nice. Um, so, so now you have a, a small team of helpers. You you live in the bait shed, and you work a normal job. You have family to take care of. I'm gonna tell you what. There's yeah. no there's no excuse for you not to go fishing at least twice a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta talk about Maddie. You know, Maddie's uh, she's a trooper. She'll stay out there 13 hours with me. She'll stay all day, five six days a week at St. Clair. You know, she'll have a big one yet. Her biggest is 43 inches. 23 pounds at Chautauqua in November. Um, but she she loves it. That's her two favorite lakes, Chautauqua yeah. and St. Clair. Now, Maddie's um, your daughter. Just I, 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 need to, why. I need to clear that up. <laughs> yeah. Most of, the time, most of the time, she's sleeping in the bow, and then when the ride goes off, it's usually hers, and she gets up and gets it. You know, I'm usually just the guide. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> that, and then my other daughter, she likes to hunt. She don't like to fish. I bought her fishing a few times. I think she got a 40-incher at West Branch, and I wanted her to go home after that. So I knew that she was, I filled her the father with that one. (laughs) 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 If she likes to hunt, you you filled it good. Yeah, she got her first deer out last year, or this year, last year. Nice. Yeah, you know. Awesome. Yeah, it's been all all good, for sure. It's been all good. It's It's worth doing it from hearing the stories. And the people I don't know contacted me. That's that's why I really did it. You know, my goal was to be a staple musky bait in someone's box. That was my goal. That was it. And uh, it's 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 definitely coming around now. So that's you know, great. all the long hours pay off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's still fun for me. Absolutely, and. D- you said you weren't gonna fish this year, where? But you're gonna get out a couple times. Where? Where's your? Oh yeah, no, Where are you I'll gonna get go out. to? Um, I'm gonna. Um, I'm going to St. Clair for a week. Uh, I rather. I think now that I'm getting older, I think I'd rather do full weekend somewhere than going every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So. I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do my St. Clair trip, and I'll probably just keep my boat up at Chautauqua for the rest of the year. That way, when I go up there, I know I'm going to be there for the weekend. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yep. So I think that's, I think that's the smart choice. I, I hate pulling boats, so to keep it there is – I used to keep it there for three years, and it was awesome, you know. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I'll get out, but I won't be out every weekend like I normally am. Just, I always, I always thought that. I mean, when even a long time ago, I started doing that. You know, I'd get up, go fish one day, and do something next. And I, I, I just always narrowed the time because I could plan my time. A lot of times, I'd get out on Friday early, 
and uh, instead of going every trying to go every weekend, and that's what I, yeah, you used to go yeah. every weekend. And I was like, I just bought another house, and there's stuff to do around here. And my kids are to that age where you know it's just it's just hard to go be gone every weekend. Yep, yep. So making baits keeps keeps me in the mix. And when I get to go, I get to go. I'm not worried about how many fish I caught for the year. I'm not worried about that. It used to bother me, but it doesn't bother me anymore. I got over it. So I, I get to enjoy it. I mean, I know there's, I have friends that go all the time, you know, three, four days a week, but it's just not practical for me. Yeah. Now I did, I did quit my job last summer to do the bait full time and I made it about five months strong, five months. And then my, my wife lost her job, so I had to go back to work. So. Okay. <clears throat> now you're doing two. Yeah, now I work I work all day at a body shop. I do collision work, which is not easy work. And then I go home, I eat, see if the kids need anything, and I'm in the barn until 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, seven days a week. Did the girls help you do any assembling or anything like that with the baby? Um... Only when they need money. Yeah. <laughs> Only when they need money. <laughs> well, that's usually all it does, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just had Julie in here. She packaged a bunch of stuff for me and sanded some stuff for me. Um, Maddie comes in once. Now, you think Maddie would be here because she likes to fish, but she'd rather do her hair, you know. Yeah. Oh, Look good yeah. for her fish pictures. My wife used to mm-hmm. help me a lot. When we first when we first started, she helped me all the time because she wasn't working when she was uh, when the kids were younger. But that's I that's that's gone. That's uh, gone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's just a whole other uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I guess like I said, I have a helper that comes six days a week. And helps me. He does. He like I said. He could do everything but paint, router, and radial arm saw the lips. He put the lips in. He'll do everything else for me. I'll check. I check everything before it goes. And uh, I can use another helper, but I you know, it'll have to be a non-musky person. Okay, so do, you know, to, send, to send your so. applications and resumes. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's what I need. I need to start making more baits. Yeah, but I don't know. For I mean, for for how many hours I put in, I I, I think I'm, I'm I'm keeping up pretty good. So, you know, I get a little a little anxious when they're when I'm back about three or four hundred lures, but we we get through them. I got a good system down. It took a long time to get production, you know, with jigs and stuff. Yep. So everything's the, everything's the same, and I make my all my own jigs. So, you know, I, I learn every day. You know, sometimes I'll think, God, why did I think of that? You know, four years ago. Yeah, it would have <laughs> yeah, saved so, yeah. months of I work. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just never ending. Um, and I use all urethane paints for cars too. I don't uh, use anything else. I use the best PPG, stickins. Um, Bees Hacker, a lot of European paints. So I'm definitely, I'm probably ripping myself off because the stuff's pretty expensive. Mm. But, it, I mean, if you look at 
some of the base from four or five years ago, they're still holding up real well. So I guess it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I switched, you know, it wasn't that long ago. I was using the, a lot of that water-based paint that's very popular. And mm -hmm. I, I went to the automotive, you know, base coat, clear coat stuff. And it, it, it Oh, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, Todd, could, could you tell a difference in just how the paint looked? Well, I think if you have a good, if you seal the wood properly, which a lot of people don't, and you've got a good bed to paint on, I think everything comes out great. Um, but you're not going to be painting that urethane paint in your basement. You do have to have a paint booth. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. And what I like about the clear is I know it's going to dry. Where when I used to use Envirotex and those other kinds of epoxies, sometimes if you didn't mix that stuff just right, you're ruining a batch base. Mm -hmm. So I, I just I had to get away from that. I think the finish are, is awesome on them when you when you're using that epoxy. You get that thickness, that depth, but. It's, it's it's for me it's not productive mm -hmm. to 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 sit there and do one bait at a time brushing it on and putting it on the wheel you know oh yeah it's not it's just not productive not if you're doing a couple baits a week that's fine but yeah, did you ever did you ever Google or go on YouTube and look up crane baits did you ever see their drying rack no I've never seen cranes drying rack. It is enormous. I'll have to look. We're I... talking, it probably holds 500 baits. Seriously. Wow. Well, the wheel's got to be five foot in diameter yeah. by, by six foot long. I think... It's, it's unbelievable. And those, I can't believe they're still doing baits. God bless them. Those, those, you know, they're not uh, exactly young anymore. And uh, they're still pumping out baits, man. It's, it's insane. Yeah, I, I saw at the Muskie Max show. I saw Grandma from Grandma Lures. I I, I don't. Yeah. She. Yeah. yeah. She still. She looked decent. I, that's all. Yeah, I, she does. She does. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I, I gosh, what was it? It might have been four or five years ago. It was at the. Um, it was the second Moraine show. Todd, you remember that one? Mm -hmm. Grandma showed up and and she talked to me a little bit. And, you know, what was it? She ended up somehow telling me that it was like she would assemble, by assemble meaning hooks and split rings on baits, like a thousand baits a day. And yeah, I, I looked at her hands, I'm just crazy. like, how can you do that? That's like, yeah, that's yeah. like 3,000 hooks. Yeah. It's, that's a long day. Well, he sells, don't forget, he sells worldwide, man. South yeah. America, Europe. Oh. And I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I always say to myself, you know what, if I'm going to put more baits out, it's got to be injected molded. I mean, that's the only way you're really going to put out baits. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I'm just, I feel like I'm just like anybody else. And I, I think the wooden baits, every wooden bait's different. They're still oh, yeah. handmade one at a time. And... You know, look. You know, a lot of people get slack when they switch from wood to injection mold. I'm not saying that they don't catch any more fish, but yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't think I'll ever do it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's something that makes your bait unique. It's something that makes them collectible, too. He's got, you know, the, I know some big-time lure collectors, some of the biggest lure collectors in the business, and uh, they don't, obviously, they're, they're not going to collect plastic lures. No, now we're injection molded. And like you said, it's not that they don't catch any less fish. A lot of those fish, sometimes those rattles that they can put in yeah, stuff, I absolutely. mean, it makes a big difference. But yep. it's just, it, it is what it is. It's a mass-produced lure or uh, a differently produced lure that it, it doesn't have that collectability, it doesn't have that. Uh, the only thing I would probably ingest some mold if I was ever going to do it would be the little prime boss because it's already plastic, mm-hmm. and, you know, solid plastic, so it wouldn't be a shock to everybody yeah. if it went to that, you know. Yep. And the way they're, the way they're selling out the door, it, it probably would be the smart move, mm-hmm. but just have them pull the plug out of it. Yep. Yeah, and, and, you know, with the trolling base, it's one thing, you know, Andy and I... You know, we don't use wood construction in our baits, but, uh, you know, it's different. I mean, the weight is everything, too, when you're making jerk baits, when you're making these glide baits. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can keep it constant. That's why there's such a, there's a, there's a bigger difference in wooden jerk baits than there are in the, uh, in, in the wooden crank baits. And, uh, it just, it makes it that we can make every one just work. I mean, Andy and I went to a pool, and you know, at the beginning, it's like, okay, we're going to test these lures. After I threw like 300 raptors, and it's like, this is stupid. They're all the same. That's why we did it this way. I'm not testing these every time anymore. No. You know, well, that brings, up a, that brings up a good point. When I first consistency. Started, yeah, when I first started selling these, I tested every. Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about I actually, in the boat trolling, you were, you were not getting baits. Unless I trolled them and tuned them. And after like yeah. 800 of them, I'm like, I, I just can't keep doing this anymore. No. I, think I'm, I think I got a down pad after 800. Yeah. You know, yeah. To, to do it. And, you know, so far so good. Not that I would. But I, I asked Maddie, she would drive from um, Long Point down to Mayville and back, testing baits. Yeah. <laughs> I said, just keep me in the middle of the lake and keep me straight. I mean, it was, it was, and I had a camper up there, so it was every Friday, I brought a shit ton of baits, put hooks on them, <laughs> and we went testing on Saturday morning. Yeah, it was, it was nuts, but I had to be sure, you know, if you're going to get that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that makes a difference. And the same that. thing, when I, when I come up with a new model, it's usually two years mm-hmm. of, of, of the right hand that I know that you know, if Andrusky and Goldberg and Yester and Jason Vine and a couple of my other friends, you know, don't be mad if I forgot you. If they don't catch any fish on them, they go to the garbage. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the criteria. Well, you're about your, I mean, I got this fire tiger, and there's the paint is coming off it. Well, you, you can't catch a hundred fish on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they always say if you catch one fish, the warranty is voided. It did its job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a 2012. It, there's wood yeah. shelling. I don't know what's wrong. This thing just that, That's great. I'll take it back. <laughs> no, that's okay. No. I think a lot of people <laughs> would take it. That brings up another good point. I, I went fishing with a friend of mine. And I looked at, I just, I was his boat, so I just brought a bucket of lures. And I looked at the bucket, and I just started laughing. And he goes, what? I go, you know, I haven't got that many baits back out of all the baits I sold. 
But every beat I've gotten back has been my best producer, and that's the honest to God truth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, mean, I swear on my dad and my mother-in-law's grave, the beats that I've gotten back have my, been my best producer. I have some, you know, I'm good friends with Dale, and I know you know Dale Wiley really well. Some of my, I mean, I have some Wiley lures that have caught unbelievable amounts of fish over and the years. A, and that's and a, a, wooden, a lot, that's a, a wooden lot bait of, for you. A, a wooden bait, and a lot of them were ones that Dale was like, here, some guy said this wouldn't work. And I would take it out and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the tail would be twisted or something, or it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't. Slightly tuned, and uh, I have a couple in my pocket that have been my bet. I, I hear you. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just even. I, I know a lot of a lot of war guys that say the same thing, man. They just. I don't think. Uh, I think people need to know how to. They got to learn how to tune baits before they tune. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, but um, that brings another story. If I got a bait back, in fact, a friend of mine called me and said, "Hey." You know, so and so is going to send you a bait back. He had me look at it. He goes, I wouldn't warrant you this. I was making up, but I'll leave that up to you. And I said, I'll just tell him to send it back. You know, what's wrong with it? He goes, Yeah, the, the head's cracked on it a little bit. And I'm like, Okay, so I get the bait back, and I am not kidding you. I was getting the lips. Um, I got the boss shed. For, for one year, I had the boss shed insignia on the lip, and it was. Um, um, it was printed on there. Oh, yeah. And the print was gone. I don't even have bait that was used as much as this bait. <laughs> and this bait looked like a Rottweiler hit it. <laughs> it. It had teeth marks. It had hook rash. The lip, the, the insignia was gone on the lip. I looked at him like, oh, this is a good one. So I made him a new one, and I kept it. It's been producing ever since. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, yeah, it's just amazing. I'm looking at it right now, in fact. Yeah. I'm holding my fire I, tiger. That's I got my fire tiger out of the... Uh, <laughs> so just, I'm sitting here staring at it also. That, uh, that's funny, because Adam, Adam Andreski has a fire tiger, the original one, that he told me, that if he didn't have that one and a perch one at Chautauqua for the last three years, they looked up in the records, mm-hmm. they would have caught, I think, 70, 60 or 70% less fish just on those two lures, and he finally lost it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it broke off or it got snagged or something. They lost his fire tiger. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, well. You yeah. can't duplicate them because they're wood. You know, no. you don't know what kind no. of density you're going to get, and no. they're all weighted the same. Everything's the same on them. Mm-hmm. But they were they, they, they like you said. There's some. There's some. They're just a little different. Yeah, you know, that's that's wood bait. That's that's the fun of it. You know, that's some catch fish, and some don't. I mean, I have some that you know I made for myself that they run great. They track perfect. They walk a little bit, and it just, it just won't, it won't catch fish. It's weird. And then some just can't keep fish off of it. Hmm. Well, if you could figure that out, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a millionaire for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, the last couple years, 
uh, on on Esox East Muskie Guys site. You've been winning that lure of the year. I can't believe that four years in a row. Yeah, that's nuts. And anybody that's listening to this, I don't ask people to vote for me either. Just get that straight right now. <laughs> we'll get that right out of the way. Well, yeah, that's that's insane. I didn't even want to be in it this year. I told guys. Yeah, I didn't even want to be in it. But people just wrote your name on the ballot. They 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 just wrote you in. Yeah, well, yeah, you got to get nominated twice, and then you're on the list for the voting. Yeah, Esox East is a a small f- forum that primarily Ohio and the and the and the surrounding area. You know, it. I hop on it once in a while just just to see what's up and. You know, I didn't know you won it four years in a row. I remember, like, oh, geez, back to back. That's pretty cool. And I just, like, I yeah. Don't, I'm... Yeah, this was the fourth year in a row. And you know, I didn't get a damn flat from the bait shop either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's well, a dynasty. It's I mean, it's obviously it's, it's, it's going good. Yeah, people got to keep using them. You got to, you know, there's so many baits out there now, and there's so many good baits out there and great paint jobs. You, you almost, even though that you're already proven, you, you've got to continually to sell yourself and, and encourage people to keep using them or it'll just fall to the wayside. Yeah. You, you, you got to stay active. And that's, that's, I can, I will sit back and make anything anyone wants. But if you're not out there showing yourself and, and, and advertising and, and just going at it, you, you do. You become an antique and it's just, you, you're not relevant anymore. No, I mean, thinking about the baits that, you know, 15 years ago. There wasn't many baits 15 years ago. No. I mean, I can name them right now. When I first started, I could name. This, this is what we had when I started. You had Believer's Grandma's, Badly Monster Shad's, Little Ernie's just came out a few years after. Um, I'm, I'm talking for Ohio. You know, I know the Slammer's been in business a long time and still can, you know, so forth. But I'm talking mainly trolling in Ohio. I mean, there wasn't that many base systems. Uh, the Rapala Shad Rats came out, you know, after that. GNM Shad, you know, from Hooker, tried to copy the, you know, uh, Bagley Monster Shad. Um, but now it's, it's, it's like crazy now. Oh, yeah. But to break into it now, Man, you better have some good people on your side. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And that's, you know, again, I was fortunate to, fortunate enough to have good people on my side. I mean, that that was the whole... I still tell all those guys that. I mean, if it wasn't for them, I'd be three years at least behind, you know, trying to get the name out. Hustling and... So, those guys did wonders for me. There's no doubt about it. Awesome. So, you know, when those when those when those group of guys say what they're catching fish on, that's what people buy, and that's the truth. Yep. You know, so yeah. Um, yeah. How how did you find me, Todd? Anyhow, I mean, like I said, I mean, there was a. Yeah, I think it was two thousand. It was either two thousand ten or eleven, where there were just. Uh, there was no one catching any fish trolling up there to talk with. That whole season was bad. I mean, I got, uh, I could get them casting, 
But, uh, you know, everyone was like, what's wrong with Chautauqua? And, you know, my answer was always, so, wait a couple years. You know, when you catch these 45s and 42s, they're, they're in here. We're just not, I don't know what's going on. And uh, yeah. but there were some guys catching some fish. Adam started getting some fish in the fall, and it was on a boss shed, and I knew nothing, you know. Like I said, that would have been the year, the one I have says 2012, and that would have been the first batch that I picked up from you. Uh-huh. So, you know, they were out the year before, and uh, picked a couple up at the Butler show, I think, or something. I don't even know where I got them, but uh, yeah, that's how I started using them. I mean, because it was a tough year. It doesn't yeah. happen all that often like that, but, uh, you know, yeah. I, it, it, when, when you're guiding, I, you know, I, I, I like to use, I don't use any, I, I, I just, I don't use any store, what I call store-bought base, you know. Yeah, high I production. Use, high yeah. production. Yes. I, I don't, I don't use them. I, everything I use, you know, I know these people. I probably use your, and I know you less than most of the people of the base that I know, you know. Uh, Legends and, and Wileys and and Leos and stuff like that. These were all friends of mine. I've been friends with these guys for 20, 30 years. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, that, that's the stuff I use. I can get everything done. If I want to get deep, I use the perch base. I want to do this. And uh, I just don't use the store bunk base. You know, mm-hmm. other than, uh, you know, a long time ago, like you said, this stuff wasn't around. I support my friends and, you know... Uh, but yeah, we use a lot of these... Uh, these uh, now, you know, I've got to know a lot more people. And, uh, but, uh, right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, oh, shit. Local guys from Ohio. That's, you know, that, that, you know, that's the kind of... I, I probably said skate more than you guys do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably show you guys some slots, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, uh, you know, it, it's a... Uh, Pulled, it pulled some fish out. Like I said, there's a, you know, there's a day. I mean, and that's not the only time it's happened. I couldn't tell you how many fish have caught on the, on the boss shed in the last few years, but it's been a lot, believe me. Well, Vance, I told, you know, Vance has bought a few, and I know he, I, Vance had never really done all that much trolling before, and, you know. Yeah, they were cranking the, on him. He told the story earlier about that, that little bait. <laughs> he, I will tell you a real sum in on that fire tiger. Uh, yeah, that's, ca- that's my. The cast, um, they cast the too. I've caught them on. I've caught them casting. We caught some fish last year casting on the boss head. <laughs> yeah, I, I I tell people this, and some some people they don't know. Maybe you know ah, you're just saying that because you make them. But I could tell you, and and I'll swear to my dad's and mother-in-law's grave, you know that that section of musky fishing for me. Before I made baits, I I was below average fisherman. I have increased my I have increased my catches a thousand percent since I've been using my own stuff. There ain't no doubt about it. That's a lot of percent. That is. Oh, and it, it, you know, it comes. It probably comes back to just your your desire, your want to, and your you know. And I still use other things, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. one of those guys that will only use my stuff. I mean, I use everybody's stuff, but I guarantee this. If I'm having six lines out, four of them are going to be mine, and two I'll play with, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I can tell you my spread at St. Clair. There's definitely Wiley's and Ziggy's on there, you know. Mm-hmm. 
But if those fish are deep, I, I know exactly where to get them. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's been good. Yeah. So, it's been good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you cold with this request. You've already told a couple of good stories. Do you have another story? Funny, I, I, I don't even want to use the thing, big fish, multiple fish. Another good story to kind of wrap up the podcast before we hit the plugs one last time. A good story. Oof. You got to have something. Um, There's some giant fish you've caught. Okay, I got a, I got a good story. Yeah, I don't know if it's a great story, but... We'll be the judge. I'm, 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 I'm pretty reserved in the boat, you know. I'm a funny guy, you know. Uh, we were at Georgia Bay one year, and it was rocking and rolling in there. We were fishing a new area that we never fished before. And um, I had a marge bait down, 30 feet down. And I um, we come up to the shoal that topped about 28 feet. So I looked at my rod, and it's, it's bouncing pretty good. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to snag, you know. And then it dumps out to 110. <laughs> and as soon as it dumped off to 110, the rod went off. It was like actually my first Georgia Bay fish out of, like, years of going there. And um, so I'm fighting this fish, and it was, I mean, it was a better fight than the 57 for sure. And and it, it's really bulldogging and, and shaking and and I'm getting more excited as, as, as I'm reeling. But I start yelling at Kevin Goldberg. And Kevin Goldberg is, you know, I mean, obviously everybody knows that he's a pretty experienced fisherman. But uh, I, I yelled at him so bad, he, he didn't know what to do. He, he, he kind of cowered in the in the corner of the boat like a, like a little stepchild, you know. A, a fetal position, and he started crying. <laughs> yeah, a fetal position. And then I turned my anger to Dave that was on the wheel, you know, and, uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. And after it was all said and done, in the net is a 50-inch fish. Well, it was by 26, though. Okay, so you it was know. a big fatty. So that's, that's, a, that's a big 50, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and after I got it unhooked, I, I looked up, and they're both staring at me. And <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, what's the problem? And, and they're like, Really? I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> they dropped you <laughs> off at the dock. <laughs> you know, it gets a little, it gets a little intense out there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't know I you were know, a retired it, Marine drill sergeant. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it was. I, there's so many stories, I couldn't even tell you them all. I mean, some are probably not even appropriate for the, for the podcast, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got any? Have you got any big fish up that you talk about in your page yet? Or I have not. Yeah, <laughs> I just wonder if you have. Yeah, I have not. No. My actually, my biggest fish was casting up there, and it's not even big. I want to tell you what it is. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I catch a decent amount of fish when I go, but I just um, you got to you got to. I mean, there's there's. Obviously, you realize. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you know, you've been going there long enough. There's a lot of fish, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, there's well, a lot of fish. fish. The big ones aren't. The, the, the big ones are, uh, you know, they just don't show up every day. No. I got a new tactic, though, this year. I won't spread it, but <laughs> I'm going to do something totally different this year. I'm going to see how it goes. I dabbled in it last, uh, last year, and it paid off, so. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see what happens. I'll let you know, Todd. You know, oh yeah, 
Yeah. I tell you, I, it, it, it's one of the few lakes that I go to that, that this is the honest truth. I mean, I've been fishing there. I mean, we, we've put a thousand fish in the boat on that lake in just the last couple of years. And I've been going there for like 40 years. Wow. I, didn't, I didn't used to fish as much when I was six or eight years old as I do now. But yeah, my grandpa and I used to go up there a lot. But I'll tell you this, there's uh, our average size fish casting fish in that lake is much larger than our average size trolling fish. Oh, absolutely. It is. We catch, we catch more. And if you read, if you read into that, yeah. If you read into what you just said, that, that's kind of what I'm going to try this year. Mm-hmm. And that's all. That's all I'll say about that. But yep, man, a mystery. Yeah, that's just, that's the thing with me. People don't believe me sometimes, but I mean, it is. We catch. Uh, you know, when I take the average size. It, it's bigger. They, I don't. There's so much trolling going on at that lake. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know. I catch a lot of those fish that you have just been caught time and time and time again. You can see it in their faces. Uh, a lot of those big girls, they're hanging tight. And I know, I don't, I don't have a problem saying it because guys don't change. You know, guys, I can sit there and tell people at the dock, they're like, what, what you got eight yesterday? Yep, all casting. And they pull out and set six lines and go because yeah. they can't take the, you know, they just can't handle the fact that I'm going to go out there and cast today. But uh, I love casting mine. They, people have been asking me to make a casting bait, but I, I just don't have. I, I just don't, I can't add another lure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. I just can't do it. So, but yeah, it's funny that you say that because, you know, we were always taught by Al Linder and, and, and fishermen about the biggest fish in the lake are always going to suspend deeper water. But then mm-hmm. if, you look at, if you look at an old study from Chautauqua, there was a 50-inch female that stayed in the weeds all year round, no matter yep. what temperature it was. <laughs> and you're right, because I've caught more big fish casting than I do trawling. You might not get the numbers, but I think you're going to get a, a better fish, you know what I mean? Yep. Nine out, of ten, nine out of our last ten games are biggest fish of the boat. Chain uh, with the casting fish. Yeah, I remember voting on I do a lot of Yeah, I remember the days of pulling plows and hookers, you know, 30 foot down in, in the North Basin. Mm-hmm. You know, there, you still never caught giants. Mm-hmm. Never, never. Yep. You know, so. And a lot of those big fish that, that, that we catch, I mean, they just look pristine. They look like they've never been touched. Yeah, things are perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, people, most people don't do it. So, yeah, it's tough so going from <laughs> three or six rods <laughs> down to one. It is. It's just the way it is. You know, that's a that's a whole different mindset when you when you go from six rods and then you go down to one pole in your hand. Yeah, Let, let's pull in. If you're accustomed to doing that, we're going to run these six poles and cover all this ground and use planer boards and. Let's reel yeah. all this in, and I'm going to go in and throw this one bait and keep throwing it up against the edge of this weed bed or whatever you're going to do. Uh, yeah. It's hard to do. I know it's hard for people to do. I've been I've been trolling a long time, and I, to be honest with you, I I love to cast. Anywhere, I love to cast. I just, oh, that's I'm cool. doing something. 
I don't gain as much weight because I'm not sitting there eating all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I've gotten older. I'm telling you, these last couple of years have been harder and harder. I'll tell you, as much, much fishing as I do now, I'm, I'm getting really bored. I'm getting really bored trolling. Uh, it, it, yeah. uh, like, it, you know, in guiding, it's putting everything on me. I mean, you know, to me, you go out there, put the tail, so you get a couple bites, they reel a couple in. But I don't. I I I I am getting bored with it. So that's one profession. There's no way I could do it. I could throw people out of my boat <laughs> left and right. There is no way I could do it. <laughs> it's a, it's an entertainment business. That you're I, you'd be out of there like the two seconds. <laughs> the drill sergeant. Yeah, that's right. No way. There's no way I could do it. That's a special kind of person. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy talking and meeting the people. With, uh, there, you get the occasional person that I, you know, at noon, I'm like, wow, I got four more hours. But yeah, you know, that, 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 that doesn't happen that often, really. Yeah. You know, we try to make it fun, keep it going, and try to go. keep expe- expectations low and blow, blow their expectations out of the water. That's what we try to do. I, I got to try some of your, um, those lures with the big paddle tail. Oh, the swimmers. Uh, yeah, I gotta look. I gotta check those out. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of been, I've been kind of looking at them for casting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a pick. Uh, we had a guy pick, pick them up at the show there last week. I think we talked about it, didn't we, Andy? Gear man, mm-hmm. Steve. He picked them up Sunday yeah. and caught... he picked them up at the show. He was sending us pictures like the day after the show. Check really? This check this fish. Oh yeah, he was fishing they... on the river somewhere. Do those uh, baits? Is, it, is there a lot of weight in them where they sink? Yeah, they, oh, yeah. they sink pretty good. Probably you make anything that's a little shallower. If you do a well, medium retrieve, you shallow. Then... If you just throw them out and reel them in, you I I caught them. Uh, you know, we, I I use them up in the shallow weeds. We just if you just throw out and, and straight retrieve the swimmer, the smallest one. It's it, you know, I mean, you, you have no problem keeping it in the upper one foot of the surface. Yeah, I think I met you, Andy, a long, long time ago. When you first started to swim, those swimmers were your first bait, right? That's mm. correct. I met you. You probably—I know you don't remember this, but I met you. I think my first show at the uh, school. I, I was going to say Butler. earlier, in Butler. You were right next to us, and that was the year we came out with the Raptor. And oh. I remember, remember that Todd? We had them all prepackaged, and people would just. Want this well, you were on, you were on the end, sitting by yourself, where Newman used to set up. Yeah, I was around the corner. I met him booth. Okay, I mean, we just Andy and I were sort of just. You had caught a bunch of fish that late season yeah. the year before, and mm-hmm. my my yeah, I was all by myself. So I know I know where I was. That was the year before you had a booth there at at the high school. That was my. That was probably my first year, and, I, and mm-hmm. Adam Andrusky helped me with that year. Yep. Yes, you did have a booth. I think it was on the back side of the aisle that I was yes. on. Yep, I remember that. And um, I, you, you know, I didn't know you from nobody at the time, and I remember looking at those uh, swimmers. Yeah, I didn't know anyone there but Todd. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know. I was oh, new. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you weren't real talkative then either. Yeah. (laughs) He still isn't. (laughs) That's awesome. Hey, how'd you come up with the name Boss Shed? You know, I wish I could change that. 
Oh, no, that's cool. That's a great name. Yeah. You know, I, when I first started doing them, I'm like, whoa, I got to name these things. And my helper at the time, um, he used to call me boss all the time. So I used to, like, hire him for different things that I used to do. I, I used to do a ton of side work at home, you know. And uh, he, he actually came up with a name. And I said, you know, that's, that's a very good name. But I, I don't really like it, but I can't change it now, so... That's a good name. I like I it. Like I like it. I yeah. dig it. And then I got a, I got a, every war after that is, you know, something with the mob, you know, the CEO, yeah. the crime mob. Yeah. You know, so. Mm-hmm. What, what, could, a, if, if you could rename it, what would you rename it? I don't know. <laughs> I never thought of it that far, but I don't, <laughs> I, I, I know I don't like the name. <laughs> you don't like the name. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Probably Raptor or something. There you there go. There you go. The Raptor yeah. Shad or something. <laughs> the Raptor Shad. There we go. I like that. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I never thought of it, you know, what would I have named it, but it's too late now. Ah, no, you just, just sell the company to yourself and just say new ownership, change the name. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. So, I used to, I don't know how much time more we have left, but um, we, I, we, I, I, I don't know if you know this, Todd, but like like Mike Sperry up at Chautauqua Real Outdoors, yeah. Yeah, he, he only buys my baits in plastic. Okay. Um, he doesn't know that this year, but if he puts another order in for spring, he's not going to get plastic anymore. I tried it. For a few years and it just I don't know some people very few people wanted the plastic because they're a little bit more inexpensive but everybody always asks for the wood so I just decided not to do them anymore yeah, yeah. and the reason I came out with that is to put the rattle in there and I don't mm-hmm. really know this but I did a rattle for about a year yeah and that was a big flop too because <laughs> I had a lot of people telling me <laughs> Hey, when the water's clear, it's your bait 100%. But if the water's dirty on Chautauqua, it's the rattle in the tough shed, the plastic tough shed. Yes, and I will, I will, I will say that, that, you know, your bait... And, that, and that's was, weird to me, yeah. but yeah. okay. So mm-hmm. I said, well, I'm just going to make the plastic wash shed and I'll put a rattle in it. But eh, it didn't really do nothing. So, yeah, I, I didn't see no results out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, do you see I actually have a few sitting here, but you do a, you know, a join it too. What's that? You do a join it as well, don't you? Well, that's another good story. Uh, the first year, <laughs> the first year I made the join it, I went to a tournament and we took uh, second and third on it. First time out. And I said, okay, I really got something here. And I gave them the buddies and they did good on them. But that's another thing that never took off. And did you have did you have two screws in your joint? What do you mean, bro? Two, two, like like two two screws joining? I can't remember the joint. Yeah, like. yeah. Those had two screws. Two two screws through there. It had two screws. It had a. It had, I had a downsize the lip because the regular lip was it wouldn't even run. Okay. And yeah. I know 
that Chris DePaula and Kevin Goldberg had a bang-up day on joining Boss Sheds up at Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. I know they had a pretty good days on St. Clair. They work at West Branch for sure, but nobody nobody caught on. Now, because mm-hmm. I didn't push it, I don't know. Yeah. I hate, yeah. To be honest with you, I hate making them. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I, I very rarely get orders from them, but I just got an order for 12 of them yesterday. Okay. Let's go figure. Yeah. From a guy in New Jersey that wants to fish the St. Lawrence River with them. Now, that's another bait I would never bring up there. That's small, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants them. He's been looking and looking and looking. Can't find them. So, you know. Yeah. For anyone out there listening that wants to order a Boss Shed, make sure you order a join Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say you heard it on the <laughs> podcast. And just add 10 more dollars to it. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely a pain in the butt. Oh, yeah. It's like, you, you, it's like a whole other bait you got to paint. Yeah, it's just... The second piece. Know, it's yeah. just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But, I mean, they're, they're, def- they're a shallow running bait, too. You know, I would say it's like a Wiley, you know, five and a half, maybe even shallower than that. Yeah. You know, so. a lot of people didn't know that we had a, a six-segmented Raptor at one time, and it just <laughs> it took way too long to paint. <laughs> six, six joints, huh? Yeah. It, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. I, we just, just it was just a bunch of screws. Yeah, <laughs> it was some chain we bought at a hardware store yes, that we hung chain. hooks off. Of. <laughs> you ever think of making a bigger Raptor? We have the we have the ten inch, and you know we have. Oh yeah, yeah, we have a ten inch. We sold a bunch of those this year. Boy, I'm out of the low tech. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see those. You were too got... busy dropping baits off at our booth instead of looking. That's the the swimmer. I think the ten inch raptor is like seven or eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But we, we have requests for, for fourteen inchers. But well, we, we, we haven't done I, it yet. We don't I'm know if we will. Ten inches, huh? Wow. That's it's it's neat. it's substantially bigger than the eight inch. Substantial. Is it wider too? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's scaled up. Okay. Because I, I, everything that we did on that Raptor, I did it on, uh, on the CAD system. So when we cut the new molds, I just scaled everything up, you know, equally. Okay. I think I did make it a hair narrower than, than what would be a true to scale. It just got, mm-hmm. it, it was getting too big. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a one-to-one scale up, you know, just everything was proportionally the same. It's just... It gets it gets deep on on on. I remember I, I had uh, I talked to you there a minute there, Paul, one one day, and you said that raptor when I'm jerking it, I just can't see it. It's done. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's done pretty deep. Well, when you with the ten incher is down there. Okay. I mean, it it comes in really deep. I did. Yeah, you know, I caught some fish on it this year. You know, we got some fish thrown out in the open water, and. And dragging them back in, but they come down there to where they're really deep. Uh, I have to dedicate a whole day to the rafter <laughs> to get to because I'm not. I don't. I when I cast, I'm casting, you know, a sledge, a Ladiano, uh, some Ladiano knockoffs, Leos, stuff that I could see. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? 
And then I'll go to a suet or a periwinkle jerk bait. By the way, are awesome baits up at Chautauqua if you can get your hands on them. And, um, you know, I, I, I see it. It's visual to me. Yep. And yep. I know, and I'm not a caster like you guys, so I'm not, um, you know, when I, when I threw up, when I clipped on the rafter, I know it's working. But I, I just have to, I just have to just dedicate a day to it and do it. You, you don't have the visual yeah. reassurance that you do with the other baits. Yeah, and you probably you don't probably sit on weeds either. You're probably casting the deep weed edge with something like that. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, you know, if I'm most of the time we're fishing the edge of the weeds. I got a guy throwing in those visible weeds along the edge of stuff they can still fish in. I have them throwing the six inch. Not too often, but uh, or or they'll be throwing the one that we have with, with the tail on it. Uh, it doesn't get quite as deep, mm -hmm. and then and then the other guys throwing the one out on the edge, and uh, yeah. Now you probably when you cast, you're always casting the raptor, then, right? Yeah, anymore. So, yeah, the and you know, I mean, we we catch a lot of fish on the swim baits too. Okay, uh, and some glider, but, and some gliders, yes. We didn't do yeah. real good last year in the gliders year before. We did man, we quite well in the gliders. Gliders are hard for me at Chautauqua because it's weedy. Oh, yeah. You yeah. get one weed on your lead or your glide's done. That's exactly why I don't use them a lot. I mean, mostly, I, I catch more fish on the gliders than, than the clients. So, you know, when I'm, yeah. Because, it, 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 just like you said, there's just the weed and one weed, your glide is done, and it's just, you know, getting the rhythm and stuff. I fish with most of the people that, you know, a lot of the people I fish with aren't really familiar with doing it. And, uh, Vance and I did good on the glider in the tournament there a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know when I, well, I know when I, what I'm about to ask you kind of conflicts with your, with your casting bait, but I'm going to get you some more crime bosses. Have those clients cast those little suckers out there. Oh, yeah, I will. Like I said, we caught some fish. When I have people that really are having even a hard time using jerk bait. That's the kind of stuff I grab. I, uh, you know, I'll hand them a, a baker, tough shad, boss shad, something like that. Something that gets down real quick. Just start cranking it. And, yeah. And they, you know, it gets down there. And, uh, to me, it's harder to throw. To me, there's, I'm so used to throwing the jerk baits. To me, it takes more effort to like reel in a boss shad. Uh -huh. Then to just sit there and, and jerk a jerk bait, but yeah, I got to get that bait down, and uh, yeah. you know a few cranks and yeah, yeah, it'll be you know like we're gonna we're gonna give them a run this year. Yeah, if you're like a real shallow lead, that thing would be good. Mm-hmm. So good deal, yeah. man. I tell you, I know great great having you on. It was yeah, thank nice. you. Yeah, we're. I don't know if you I know this, it. Paul. We're in it like an hour and forty-three minutes. Wow! <laughs> is, that a is that a record? It's it's not a record, but it's it's one of our longer ones. Well, we did all night. <laughs> it doesn't take long. Everybody, you know, as you were saying earlier, what are we going to do? Uh, believe me, we'll BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people like to listen to us BSing. But yeah. We can we can go on probably for another few hours. Uh, you might be able to. I'll fall asleep. I'm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am. Th this time change has screwed me over. 
has Vance had in this conversation at all? Pretty oh, much. In, I've been in, I've been sleeping. Boat selling mode, work mode, yeah. Oh, What's yeah. he do for a living? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah, I wish I had that. I, you know, I need the job of Todd Young, where I could fish. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun, believe me. I had a. I, there's a. I I answered a half a dozen emails on the phone today. I had to take another. I had to retake my test. I was on the computer for hours. I just did the CPR first aid stuff again, which is uh, oh. da I had a I had a long day. It's not behind what you, the scenes. <laughs> is that what you do for a living, then, Todd? Yeah, the last couple of years, uh, I used to do quite a bit of construction work, and so far this year, I haven't taken any jobs because Andy keeps making me make more baits because we keep. That's my yeah, fault run, that we keep selling them. Running out of colors. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've been making baits. I, I, don't, I don't get out fishing. I don't get into the early season fishing and get out there and get, you know, I'm not like all gung-ho like everybody right now. You know, sitting here waiting. But when, when June rolls around here or May, late May rolls around, I'm going to hook my boat up. And I, I think I unhooked it two or three times last year from June till November. How do you like yeah. the um, Chautauqua early open? Love it. Yeah, it, yeah I, I loved it. I mean, the water was beautiful. You know, just, the way they, the way they stock that lake, they, it should be open all year round. I, I wouldn't be up for that just because there's so much ice fishing pressure up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want the guys to be doing that. I mean, it's long enough now. If, if they wanted to bring it in, you know, a week or two earlier, that was fine. But there, I, I still, there's still a ton of natural reproduction going on in that lake. Yeah. Uh, we catch a lot of fish that they, there's no clip spins. And, uh, well, maybe I should rephrase that. I, uh, maybe not yearly open, not open all year, but even earlier than they even changed it. Uh, well, I, yeah. I mean, later, I don't know that that would make that much of a difference because it, it's just freaking cold up there. But, uh, you know, mid-May, something like that. I do know. I do know a lot of guys that have caught some. I've seen some pictures of some, you know, fifty-plus inch muskies caught, like the opening week of walleye, which would be, yeah, you know, the first Saturday in June that they caught them and, and the eggs were still pouring out of those fish. Wow! Uh, in the first that 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 early season in May. Uh, so yeah, I mean, a week or two earlier, I'm happy with what they did. I'm elated with what they did. It was just a fun time of year to fish. Mm-hmm. Water was clear. We saw a ton of fish. The guys were catching and trolling and ca- casting. So now the, our biggest problem there is we have to have them stop cutting the friggin' weeds. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't even have any hardly weeds to cut last year. Hopefully this year they had a mild winter. We didn't get the ice like we normally do. So we'll see what happens. I hope. I I wish we would get back to weedy. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Me- I, I love the troll. I mean, I love the troll, and it's really neat. But I mean, it's just it's just funny that you know I'm running these boards, and everybody's running boards, and you yeah. tried to do that five, even five years ago. <laughs> yeah. No one was running. There was not a board on that lake. Nope. Uh, well, when they switched, you couldn't need a rod. Four lines in the rock mm-hmm. water. <laughs> yeah. Well, when they switched to the three rods, that's when the boards came out. Yeah. Yep, and the, I, weeds have, I, and the weeds have dis- disappeared so much. You're going to uh, laugh at me. I probably missed a lot more fish, but I, 
I refuse to run big boards on that lake. Yeah, I don't either. I, I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, but usually I'm with my daughter. It's just one of a hassle. Yeah. If I catch less fish with four rods or five rods, then so be it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah, I've been playing with those little inlines, and we had fun with them. But, uh, yeah. you know, you do lose some. Oh, I was just going to say that you definitely lose fish. Mm-hmm. So, well, very good. Well, thanks for having me on, for sure. Oh, no problem. Uh, yeah, we're going to find us. I'll do us. it again. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get you back on again. We'll yeah. get you back on. FattyZMuskie.com, FattyZMuskie Products on Facebook, FattyZMuskie Products on Instagram. Oh, we forgot the one plug in the beginning, St. Croix Rods. Everybody knows them. Check them out. Consider them the next time you're buying another rod. Um, Todd Young on Facebook, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. If you're thinking coming out east or you're already out here, uh, consider booking a trip with Todd on Lake Chautauqua. There's not a better guide out there. Um mcfishingguides.com, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides on Facebook, uh, friend Todd Young on Facebook, and Paul, hit all your plugs that you need to do. Um, I think I did already. Do them again. Well, I, I thank all my friends that uh, helped me out, uh, Kevin Goldberg, originally, you know, Jason Bond, uh, Todd Yester, Adam Madrowski, a couple of my other close friends, uh, and uh, thanks for everybody for buying the baits and believing in them. And um, Todd Young for helping me out. Never had to ask him to do anything for me. And it's all good, you know. My daughter, daughters, <laughs> my wife that lets me do this every day. That's it. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, been good. Perfect. Um, it's been good. It has been. So. All right. Uh, until uh, the next time we do this, uh, do the show. Uh, if you if you have open water, good luck fishing and uh, stay safe. The water's still cold.